Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. One-on-one against Neil Aquina. Stop and pop. Mid-range jumper is good. 30 for Anthony Edwards. He puts the Wolves up by 13 with 450 left. That was the call on Wolves Radio. Mr. Ah. What's the Adam Sandler movie that Anthony Edwards was in? The Hoops movie? Hustle. Uh, Hustle, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did, all, did, did everyone see that? I did not. I did. I did. It was great. I saw it twice. I loved it. You loved it? Mm-hmm. I thought it was good. Bobby's in it. Boban? Mm-hmm. Oh, really? We yeah. going Bobby now? Yeah. That's, Makes- what he, that's what he and Tobias Harris used to call each other, Toby and Bobby. Toby and Bobby. Toby and Bobby. Uh, Anthony Edwards was the best overall player on the floor last night as the Mavs fall to 0-2 with Kyrie and Luka. Uh, my, my summary of this game was a completely lifeless first half. Like, I watched the pregame show. I'm tweeting and setting up Chris Arnold to come on this morning at 8 o'clock. Bobby is seeking out tickets to buy at the last second, continuing to throw money away. If anyone needs Trajan wealth more than this kid, (laughs) I don't know who else it would be. Uh, But the anticipation was there. And the first half was a big, fat dud. Zip, zero. A lot of it had to do with, I think Jason Kidd wanted one of them on the floor at all times. So, like, when Kyrie would sit, Luca played the entire first quarter. And then they'd go ahead and switch out. So they didn't seem to be on the floor a ton in the first half. The Mavs had an embarrassing defensive performance that apparently Jason Kidd now all of a sudden doesn't care about. Christian Wood was the only thing keeping them around. At one point, he scored 11 straight points. He ended up, we're going to have to do points per minute efficiency here. He's high. 24 points in 23 minutes. And the Tolos are asking, where was Christian Wood? Yeah, do the math on that. Yeah, it's about a point a minute, Good Sean. Job. Is, that, is that a point a minute? <laughs> Good job, Roberto <laughs> Belt. Uh, but he was nowhere to be found. At the end, Kyrie Irving goes insane in the fourth quarter, but they bumble and fumble the final possession, and the Timberwolves escape the AAC, winning by three. So you, you go look at this poor guy. You go look at his career. Christian? Yeah. So points per 40 minutes, right? Points per 40. He's averaging 25 this year, 12 rebounds. You know, last year he averaged 23, the year before 26, 25, 29, 24. Like, this guy's been averaging, like, mid-20s points for 40 minutes for his career. He can never catch on anywhere. Must be garbage time. Must be A-Rod must, points. Gotta be, well, he's got to be A-Rod points. A-Rod, A-Rod must have been proud. He play defense. Man. You know? We need him to play defense. <laughs> Man, A-Rod looked old last night. 
I saw A-Rod on TV. I'm like, what's he doing there? And I was like, oh, yeah, Wolves ownership. Uh, as A-Rod was looking old there in the crowd. Uh, but these are not garbage time stats because he doesn't play at the end of games. He plays in the first half, and then all of a sudden, this is where Jason Kidd makes zero sense to me. He goes, no, we don't care about defense anymore. We don't, we don't care. We're here to score. It's the new NBA. Hopefully, he's being sarcastic because if he indeed believed in that philosophy, Christian Wood would be getting crazy minutes around here because he's freakishly talented offensively. He's unguardable. He can hit the three. He's so humongous. He can shoot over every anyone. He can score mid-range. He can go to the bucket as well. But Christian Wood does not play at the end of the game, and the Mavs have that final possession. Why play Christian Wood at the end of games when you have Theo Pinson to play center? I mean, that's <laughs> okay. That's that's the matchup you want. Uh, I mean, consistently. Look, it was just it was an awful game for three quarters I, I mean the fourth quarter was fun it was yep. fun watching the comeback it was fun watching Kyrie do what he did uh like what he scored 26 in the fourth yep and so uh I mean that was all exciting that was great uh but it's, it's just one of those things right now where they cannot stop anybody in the paint yeah look defense was what this this team has a has a major end of game problem though for a team that has ball handlers They've got a massive problem. They couldn't get, barely get the ball in bounds. That's it, not you know. their biggest problem. Oh, though. it's well, it, it, it may not be their biggest problem game to game. Yeah, like in terms of like for the entire game. But how the hell do you have a team that has ball handlers and you can't a get a shot off and b even get the ball in bounds? How, how does one of the greatest point guards in the history of the NBA have such trouble like drawing a play up, like yeah. consistently? It's wild how, it how much he has trouble. With it. And I, you know, listen to you guys earlier. Like, I agree. I think a lot of this was you've got the, no, you're the man. You're the man. You're the man. You're the man. Like, it's it's one of those things where they're, just, they're both trying to be so deferential that it costs them in the end. Yeah. But I think you're right. I think that probably should have been Kyrie's shot at the end. Because there was also a weird aspect, and I heard Chop saying this earlier. There was a weird aspect of, like, there was timidity with Luca last yeah. night at times where he wasn't taking like transition threes and I'm glad like, stuff, but there was stuff that was there for him and he didn't take it. I'm yeah, glad. If it's open, take the damn shot. Look, he's not shy. Okay. I even thought there was a couple possessions in the fourth quarter where he shouldn't have tried to score. Like keep giving it to Kyrie Irving. I think, and I don't know whether this is the right approach right now. I'm like kind of more worried about appeasing Kyrie and making Kyrie feel like this is the right basketball fit. Freaking Bassett put it in my head. It's Mike's fault. Because I was driving home yesterday, and he was citing Tim McMahon on KMC, and McMahon was saying Kyrie Irving uh, is going to try to choose his best basketball fit. He has to be convinced that being here is the best basketball fit moving forward. Otherwise, he will leave. Hell, we're already talking about Phoenix Suns rumors from Brian Windhorse, and yesterday Kyrie did not want to discuss his future, which is the right answer. It's way too early. He said, I don't want to create any uh, unwanted distractions for my team. But I'm like, hey, let it be known early. It's very important for me, number one, to see that Luka can play this way and be deferential, which he was. I like seeing He can score anytime he wants. Make Kyrie feel involved. Let it be known, yo, man, you are my co-star. I'm more worried about that. I would have been really worried if Luca final possession, kept it himself, 
and shot up a fadeaway three with two guys on him. I like that he tried to pass it to Kyrie. I like that they were both saying, no, it's your team. No, it's your team. That's an early kink that will be worked out. I'm worried about I'm worried about making Kyrie happy right now. That may be the wrong opinion or the wrong approach to have. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of, uh, you guys probably never saw this. This is outside of your age demographic. But uh, when I was a, a youth, we had a movie called Like Mike uh, starring Lil Bow Wow. And uh, it reminds me of when he didn't have the shoes. Why would I ever watch a little Bow Wow movie? I just said it was probably out of your demographic. That, it's, that has nothing to do with the demographic. It has to do with talent. Uh, well, I mean, if you watch the movie, Calvin Cambridge was quite the baller when he put the shoes on. So there's a lot of talent there. <laughs> I watch uh, Bow Wow now on VH1, like reality garbage. Yeah. Is that still a channel? <laughs> VH1? Yeah, is it really? Yeah, oh, VH1's yeah. a channel. It's no. Got, yeah, it's got all the uh, all like the, 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 the JV reality shows. Uh, it's Whoa. got... it's well, got little Bow Wow's on there. Little Bow Wow's Or Bow Wow, not Lil Bow Wow. Right. Sorry, he's not Lil anymore. But anyway, to the point, it reminds me of the scene in there where like his shoes don't work and he's just trying to pass the ball away because they're like, guys, you don't understand, I can't play. And he's just literally passing the ball back and forth. It's great that they both want to be deferential. Somebody needs to take the damn shot. Somebody needs to just go, well, somebody's got to go. Let's let's try and score here. You were trying to get into the arena last night? Yep, I was thinking about it. I almost bought a... Uh, it was actually... That, that's the play, man. You're like an hour and a half from tip-off. That's when you need to go check like StubHub and stuff like that. Is because when I, I looked it up, there well, was... There what were, about yesterday, like 24 hours ago when you were looking? Like, how did the prices So when I looked at the... It was the same sweet ticket that I had been looking at earlier in the day oh, that was like sweet. three... Well, no, I was just looking at it just because I was curious. It. it was 360 yesterday afternoon when we were talking... Or yesterday morning when we were talking about it. About 530 last night, that same ticket had dropped to 120. I and thought so, you were talking about a $600 ticket. There was a floor seat that I was interested in. I didn't look back at that one, though, because it had sold. Interested in. And you're trying to afford a new phone. The hell? What's going on here? I mean, you were going to go by yourself? Uh, I would have. That's weird. You can't sit in a seat by yourself. I mean, I would if you, I would have gotten the suite, take, take the wife would have gone. I don't think she would have wanted to go floor side because she's in love with Luca, and she's, like, terrified she'll actually, like, be close enough to see him. And She's in love with Luca. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she loves him. Is that her one sports seed? Uh-huh. That's her, that's her, that is her, like, if he ever asked me to run away with him, you're gone. Wow. Like, she would. The issue with floor seats is. Yeah, let me hear the end of this sentence. You get caught stuff in your face on camera. (laughs) The first time I met Sean, no joke, I don't remember what game it was, Sean had floor seats to a Mavs game. He was under the basket. I met you there? Mm Mm-hmm. That's the yeah, worst. He doesn't even remember. Caught- that, that's what a that's Not what that a memorable. that's what a one percenter douche Sean was that day. <laughs> yeah. No, you, I you only remember caught. meeting Kevin Gray down there. You get caught eating on camera. Nah, you don't eat out there. You get tickets to the Patron Club, so you eat in the back. Yeah, you got you got to try that. You know, when, when when I had Holland's tickets, didn't come with Patron. Doesn't transfer. Well, he's like number four. He was probably number four in a rotation. If he was one or two, he'd have the Patron. Oh, he up. was. He was one. Those are his seats. He was. It doesn't transfer to the He was the one uh, in a rotation, a pitcher. That's what I'm talking oh, about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's a that's a that's yeah. a that's a bullpen yeah. package because his come with <laughs> with the Patron, uh, but it doesn't transfer when you give the tickets to somebody else. Well, yeah. well drinks for the number four starter. Well drink, yeah. Well, well. So uh, that was Bobby thinking about getting Kenny Smith did this with LeBron's record breaker. He thought that the Lakers were playing in Oklahoma City. But his son was like, oh, dad, let's watch this game. Really, And Kenny's like, wait, it's here in L.A.? It's in Los Angeles? So Kenny looked up the seats, went at halftime so he could watch the third and fourth quarters with his kid to watch LeBron break it. That's that that that's how you do it, man. Because if you don't care about the first quarter, if you can, if you can miss, if you can stand and miss some time in the game, 
That's where it's at. You don't mind missing the first song of a, of a concert? Just 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 go buy tickets out of the concert at, at 8.30 when it starts at 8 o'clock. The Corey Majors approach. Did we ever get a concert review from Corey? Who did he go see? Uh, he went to see Jimmy Eat World and Jim, uh, Jim Blossoms. He went to go see... You know, then play 30 songs wow. uh, just for three of them. That would have been really cool in 1999. That's awesome. <laughs> 25-year-old concert he went to. Okay, where can you go by yourself? Uh, you just put the put the Knicks on going to a game solo. Aren't you? Didn't you say you went to the movie theater solo the oh, other day? I, you, you can't talk in the movie theater. So what's the you can't you know going with somebody solo else? Solo movie theater is a good trip. I don't I don't generally like to go to sporting events low, but to see Kyrie and just like go watch the first game, I would have done that. Yeah. I, mean, I would go and sit in the press box. Why can't you sit in the seat? It's weird. First of all, you're screwing up the entire organization, the entire seating chart with a single, with a single seat. You don't want to sit in the press box. No. No, you don't want to. I'm just saying. Like, I, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go casino to casino solo. That a sounds casino, like a problem. Casino solo. I uh, that used to be your weekend. <laughs> used to be my weekend. I, casino solo. I think is okay. Well, that tracks then. But when it, it's <laughs> casino solo, it has to be poker. Can't be just going to the craps table. That's where you have a problem. Poker room, you know, you can't, you know, they don't literally let you, uh, like, sit together all the time. It's like, you know, you go in, you get on a list, and they just find an open spot. So, the Mavs end up losing. They're talking to LaMarcus Aldridge. I don't know, man, they're not screaming for Maxie's return. They are so desperate to have Maxie back out there. Uh, JaVale McGee had a nice weekend, but nothing last night. Uh, So, play this one more time. I want to get Bobby's thoughts on Jason Kidd being asked if he's worried about the Mavs' interior defense. No. We're here to outscore people. People come to see points, not 80 to 80. We're we're here to score. This is the new NBA. Um, The interior defense, we'll we'll figure it out. we got plenty of bigs. Uh, One of our defenders, you know, when we talk about our defense, Maxie's out. Hopefully we get him back after the break. But um, the way that we competed there in in that fourth quarter, um, we had everybody was small. Um, and so interior defense is about your one and will, and, and that group did that. And so um, understanding we, we have an offensive team that can put a lot of points on the board. And uh, we spotted them 20-something points and found a way to uh, to come down to the last possession. Checking the bigs on the Mavs roster. Maxi out. Markeith Morris, DMP. JaVale McGee, one rebound. How are you seven foot two and you got one rebound? <laughs> Christian Wood five, Dwight Powell in the starting lineup at center one. Well, in, in his defense, there were no rebounds. Whenever when they're making all their shots, <laughs> the and you're just giving them layups. You're not getting any rebounds. Eighty-two <laughs> percent for the Wolves on two-point shots in the first half. Eighty-two percent, forty points in the paint. That's the second most the Mavs have given up in any half this year. Yeah, I think it was what it was thirty-three points in the first quarter, and I think they gave up twenty-five in the paint in the first quarter alone, which is awful. But like, you can't have that happen. But I think he's being sarcastic. Okay. Is my vote for the at the at the beginning? I think he's being sarcastic. As right. soon as as soon as he says our bigs can get better or whatever after like five seconds, that's when he really answers. But the first part of his answer, I think, is sarcasm. The final results on the Jalen Hurts Dak Prescott poll and who Micah and Diggs want to add so the Cowboys can be playing in the big game next. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Poll results are in from the Tolos when yesterday we asked if this is Jalen Hurts' division when it comes to quarterbacks. Sean, RJ, and Bobby on DFW Sports Station 105.3 The Fan. The TV's the weather that bad now outside? Oh, awful! Slipping. Were you not slipping and sliding all morning? It was. It was. It was some light drizzle. Nah, yeah, maybe Fort Worth mm. a little bit worse. It was. I was slipping and sliding. Ryan and I got caught in a an accident and on thirty. There was like people pushing cars up to the side of the road. It's weird. Did you I, get your new tires yet? No. Okay. No, I get, had. Uh, I had a lot of slipping on the road enough so that like that alert. That the newer cars will give you that says like, do you want to take a coffee break? Because they think I'm just drifting lanes on my own. A coffee break. Yeah, the the car. It if you that? if you start like drifting out of the lane a couple times, then it'll kick up and say, need a coffee break, or it encourages you to pull over because they think you're acting tired and like weaving in and out of lanes. What year car do you have? 2022. Wow. Coffee break notification. Yeah, that's what it. That's what it asks uh, you. And so because of the like, that's how slick the road was. I kept kind of like we like. Coming out of the lane a little bit, it asked me if I wanted to stop and take a nap and get wow. coffee. Sean, I, I, I don't know. I can't speak for Sean. I assume he's the same way as me. I love not having a car payment. Oh, oh, oh I finished my car oh. payment and picked up another because the car started messing up. So that was wonderful. I don't know. I have so many other payments. I just, they get, uh, it gets lost. Oh, yeah. It, for sure. Chop, if Although I needed I, another car, where would you recommend well, I get Well, I mean, it depends on what you want. If you want to get your platinum Ford, I do. truck, or you get there we platinum go. Chrysler Dodge Ram G. There we go. Good Although job, Although I did finally cancel the lawn people and turn off the sprinklers uh, about, you know, two months ago after I heard you suggest that. So I'm saving on that bill. There you go. Yeah. Has Jalen Hurts proven he's the best quarterback in the NFC East moving forward? 2,900 Tolos. Have voted. The options were yes, he's better than Dak. No, I need to see it again. Or I don't know. It's a toss up, undecided. Who do you think won? Uh, I think it's in the order that you just said yes, uh, and then no, need to see it again, and then toss up. 43% saying yes, Jalen Hurts is the best quarterback in well, the I NFC voted. East. I win. Peyton, you voted that? I voted. Yep. You win what? I win. That means 57% of people believe he's not. 38, no. No. 39%, no, I need to see it again. 18% undecided. I retweeted that far too late. 
because before I retweeted it, that was at like 49% to 32. And so I think I got a strong Dak lover push from my followers. Yeah. I mean, look, 43 to 39. That's pretty close. It's, it's pretty close. It was 49-33 last night at like six. It is. Uh, <laughs> it, it is pretty close. Uh, you know, it's and it is. There's a, there's a there's an element to toss up. Like, yeah, you do have to factor in that you, you might want to see it again. Sure. You know, like that that certainly is in the cards. But you know, Jalen Hurts did something that Dak has never done. That's you know, he he was he was in line to win the MVP of the Super Bowl. Like, is there a legit chance that we are about to be riding shotgun in this division with Howie Roseman and Jalen Hurts? Well, we're already riding shotgun with the GM. Yeah, that's not even a question. And we're already riding shotgun with the roster, probably. But yeah, you know, when they pay Hurts fifty million bucks, yeah, how's that roster going to look? Yeah. They have a lot of guys that they're not going to be able to bring back who are on expiring contracts. Yeah, I mean, there, there's there's a lot of... That that offensive line is a big part of what they did this year. Yeah. And if Kelsey retires and Lane, Lane Johnson, Johnson is... I, I don't know that Lane Johnson would retire, but he was banged up at the end of the year. So he's going to be coming off of surgery. Uh, one of their guards is a free agent. The other guard, Landon Dickerson, if Jason Kelsey retires, they're probably moving him to center. So you're talking, you're talking about there is a potential that they go into next year with really the only stable remaining figure from this year's offensive line being the, the voice of an angel, Jordan Mylotta. And that would be it. Jason Peters. Oh yeah. We have him. Yeah. We got him. This was Chris Sims at the Super Bowl insulting Jalen Hurts. I understand the pocket passing is there, right? But you have to worry about so many other things to play Philadelphia. And, of course, Jalen Hurts is a big part of that, and he capitalizes on all that. And I certainly am not trying to take anything away from that. But how would I put this? Quarterback, playing quarterback for the Eagles right now is set up to be one of the easier quarterback jobs in the sport. (laughs) So there's Chris Sims with more Jalen hate. Okay. He's not wrong. Both things can be true. You can be, you can say yeah. positive things about Jalen Hurts and also say he is in a great situation. Sure, but like, does anybody say the same thing about Mahomes? Like, he is, is playing quarterback for the Chiefs not set up to be easy? Yeah. No, they traded Tyreek Hill. He's got Kelsey, but I mean, you talk about a team that really hasn't invested in the running game. A but ton. still, like, you know, everybody gives Andy Reid all this credit for being this great mind, and he and he is. You know, he's so the enemy. Yeah, the enemy. I'm sorry, it's Eric the enemy. The enemy chop. Um, you know, but like. Does Andy uh, is he trying to say that Andy Reid doesn't put uh, players in positions to get open? Well, the the problem I have with Chris Sims' statement is not everyone can do it because no one else can run. Well, very few can run like Jalen Hurts. Like right. that that's an insult to Hurts' is like stature and running ability. So yeah, the reads may be simple, but you need someone who can run like him and play power football, and that's where Jalen Hurts is unique. So yeah. that's the insult. I think too many, too many analysts completely when they when they're evaluating quarterbacks, they just evaluate the passing game, and that's just that's just antiquated now. Like that's just not how the game is anymore. Like, they, honestly, if I'm drafting a player, I have to have the assumption that this guy is going to be Brady or Manning or something like that, and just figure out and just see the game so much differently if I'm drafted a pocket passer. Otherwise, I'm drafting a guy like Hertz or Lamar or or whatever where they can run because their 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 threshold of learning is just going to be so much smaller. Do you want the Cowboy offseason wish list of Micah Parsons or Trayvon Diggs first? 
Well, let's go with somebody who's going to be here long term. So let's go with Micah. Mike. <laughs> oh, yeah. We got to get to that topic, apparently. Uh, Micah. Can you do it to me with Jalen Hurts? <laughs> that's true. I'm that's true. Right back that's to you with Trayvon It's Dix. fair, Chop. It's fair. <laughs> Micah Parsons was asked by Florio who he wants to see the Cowboys add. And without hesitation, he went to D.C. Deron Payne, Washington defensive tackle. So there you go, RJ, a linebacker wanting a defensive tackle. He's due to be be a free agent in March. uh, And look, they can use the franchise tag to hold him in place. 13th overall pick, 2018 NFL draft. Now has finished his four-year rookie contract and fifth-year option. Qualified for the 22 Pro Bowl. So that's Micah Parsons, Bobby, wanting Deron Payne up front. Deron Payne was considered a run-stuffing, like, nose tackle when he came out. Not a lot of pass rush ability. Uh, he exploded this year. 11 and a half sacks. I think he had 14 his first four years combined. 11 so. and a half sacks. Yeah, and so he is a he is a good run defender. He's now showing that he can be a good pass rusher. So, yeah, you're probably... They, they would have to really pay to get Deron Payne. I would bet Deron Payne is probably somewhere in the range of 16, 18 million annually, maybe oh. a little more <laughs> for a defensive tackle. You in chop? No, no I just draft one in the fourth round. I, well, I mean, look, we, we have complained about defensive tackle, right? I mean, this is a guy who'd be really good against stopping the run and could give you pass rush up the middle. 16. He would, he would, but like the the the, you know, the idea is you don't pay for that. You don't pay to stop the run. Now PFF's projection for him was four years, 80, 20 oh, annually. That, that would get, that would pay him more than Chris Jones. That would make him the highest paid defensive tackle in the NFL. No, probably no. not. But 16 million, maybe. Maybe. Um, well, the Cowboys, would they ever say maybe? No. The, <laughs> the Cowboys would say, uh, you know, uh, forget the cup. Pour the soda in my hands for a dime or whatever they do that. I'm gonna get you, sucker. Gonna get you what? I'm gonna get you, sucker. The old. I, I just want one rib. I, I don't want to buy off for. Give me one rib for twenty five cents. Trayvon Diggs telling R.J. Ochoa we need Cowboys Nation to go and help and tweet to get Big Bro here. Tampering. We need everyone to know. We need to put it on notice that we need to get Stefan in Dallas. USA Today Sports asked Stefan Diggs to respond to his brother's request. The other day he said, we need Cowboys Nation to go and help and tweet to get bro here. We need everyone to know. I know. We need to put it on notice. We need to get I bro to want, Dallas. I always wanted to be with my brother. That's the thing. He knows that though. So he's he's playing on he's playing on the heartstrings a little bit. And you know, Cowboy Nation loves him so much. Do you like Cowboy Nation? What I mean, you I, to to it's weird because I grew up a, a Cowboys fan. You know, I followed the Cowboys because of my brother and all that. But I wasn't a fan of him when I first got in the league or nothing. But uh, I have a kind of a reason to root for him now. So y'all talk about it a lot. All the time. Together. All the time. It's, it's a goal of mine for sure. Okay. So there's uh, Stefan. Now, the problem is Stefan Diggs just signed four for 96 before the year started. So he's making $24 million a year. This will be something at the end of Stefan's career. Yeah. He tags on for a year. Well, and that, that four for 96, that was an extension. So he's actually locked up for five years the rest Ugh. of the way. So you're talking about Ugh. paying him until he's 34. Oh, no, and then you don't get him. I, I mean, this and this is something that if the Bills were to trade him this offseason, it would cost them money to do it before June 1st, a lot. It would, they did put him like $17 million in the hole. So if they wanted to trade Stefan Diggs, it'd probably have to be after June 1st, and then they would save a little bit of money. But... Man, it's 
he, he's a really good route runner. Would you rather this? I'm mean, here. This is a question for you. Would you rather go trade the first rounder for Stefan Diggs or take your chances with whoever would be there at 26 as a receiver? Trade would you rather have this sure thing? But he's 30. Yeah, he's, well, he's 29, right? He'll be 30. Yeah, but I mean, his, his age yeah. 30 season is coming up. I, I, I would rather just take the pick and draft. Although I know you're getting because you got to then you're going to give away a pick and cash. Like you're going to be paying him 20 million a year. It's funny. I think it was Jalen Hyatt who Dane had recently compared to Stefan Diggs in terms of the way he runs routes. He'll be available. I, I think one may be too high, but he'll be available if you want him. Yeah, I'd probably say no. First off, Buffalo wouldn't trade him for a first, I don't think. Uh, they wouldn't do that because of their window. They have a more immediate window than even we have with Josh Allen and what happened to them in the postseason. Well, and how much were they complaining in Buffalo about the lack of weapons for Allen at the end, and then they would just purge Diggs, the one like yeah. real stud they have? All right, I don't understand this, but apparently you know, Florio says that the league is not happy with Jerry Jones, I don't get it. They're not happy that Jerry made the absurd comment that we didn't even talk about on this show that the Eagles went all in. The comment that had Jimmy Johnson and the rest of the league laughing at Jerry. And apparently the owners were not happy with that. They said it was inappropriate. Other owners should never comment on the things other teams are doing. What? That that's that's stupid. Yeah, he's not. A, here's the thing. He's, Everyone talks about the way like a team is built. You can't say that the Rams went all in. You can't comment on that. Shut up. Unless you tell me like you know owners shouldn't say that about other owners. That's fine. But the thing is, Jerry is not an owner either. He's like he's an owner and a GM. It doesn't so matter. He's commenting it from a general manager standpoint. It doesn't matter. There's nothing offensive about being like, hey, they're going through the process in Philadelphia with the Sixers. Hey, this team decided to go all in with their approach. I don't get. I don't get why that would be a problem. I don't get why it would be a problem either. Maybe they have some code that they that they refer to in the meetings. I have no idea. But again, like Jerry's not just the owner, so well, he's not always speaking as an owner. He could be speaking as a GM. I mean, was ever it was the whole league mad? Were they all furious with Brandon Bean last month when he said, "I don't want to suck bad enough to pick Jamar Chase." Like, I mean, were, were they upset with that team right. building? Yeah. I mean, Micah was. You remember? He was like, well, yeah, Micah. Did. But I don't think the league was, like, upset and thought that was an offensive way to attack a team. The other thing has to do with legends, with the catering and the hospitality and the food and the drink. They're worked up with Jerry uh, with having to do with legends. But I wanted to focus on the Philadelphia team building point, which he completely got wrong and oh, got yeah. laughed at over. 877-881-1053. It's a Tolo Tuesday with Sean, RJ, and Bobby on DFW Sports Station. How Abe Lincoln and Corn Dogs have some people in trouble from the Super Bowl. We'll explain next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Headlines at 7 a.m., and we're going to be giving away Fallout Boy tickets during the expressway. Maybe something for you to win on Valentine's Day and take him or her too. It's Sean, RJ, and Bobby. It's a Tolo Tuesday on 105.3 The Fan. The Super Bowl 
averaged 113 million viewers. I saw somewhere say it was the most watched in six years, uh, the third most watched TV show ever, and then Rihanna's performance, the second biggest of all time, following Katy Perry in 2015. So the Super Bowl, once again, putting up humongous numbers, just continues to grow. Uh, We shouldn't be surprised at this point. Like, every year it's going to basically get... uh, you know, between 110 and 115 million. Um, according to Google, which is never wrong, uh, the 2015 game had 114.4 million. Uh, that was Seattle and uh, New England. You had Denver and Seattle right around that had, you know, right in that same kind of number. You've got mega numbers, man. And you throw Mahomes in there and it's just going to keep growing. couple of announcers in some hot water for what they did on Super Bowl Sunday. The first, and I I did raise an eyebrow when I heard this live. I was like, what are you doing, man? It's a little bit insulting. Terry Bradshaw catching heat for fat shaming Andy Reid on the podium. Big guy. Let me get the big guy in here. Come on, waddle over here. <laughs> I want to congratulate you, and I know that you're getting up in years now like me, and I just I just know that it's got to be a time that where all these Super Bowls, you got to say to yourself, time to ride off into the sunset. That's not going to happen, is it? No. no. Okay. I'm going to enjoy this one right here. I'm going to okay. tell you, this is unbelievable. Uh, Phil- Philadelphia, you did a great job. It was a great game. But how about those cheese? <laughs> That's what we're talking about. Have a cheeseburger on us and enjoy their Hawaiian shirts. I will. I will. That's Congratulations, why Congratulations, <laughs> So we got big guy, waddle on over here. You're old like me, and go enjoy some cheeseburgers. And it's like, okay, I, like, Terry, back off a little bit. Like, <laughs> the, the cheeseburger thing is like, that's a common thing with Andy. Like, he always admits how much he loves cheeseburgers. Yeah. Uh, the old thing. Yeah. The waddle. You know, uh... Levitard used to have the old uh, the game. What does he look like? And they would just describe like how somebody looks like. And I can never get out of my head that one time they described Andy Reid as the guy who looks like he waggles his fingers over a plate of donuts and says, "Don't mind if I do." Oh yeah, <laughs> good one. That's a good one. <laughs> he does. That's what yeah, he looks like. He does. I say maybe like Terry could have done without like one or two in there. You yes. know, like Super Bowl winning, legendary coach, Hall of Famer. I know he's trying to identify with the old thing, but okay. What's so. the worst of them? Waddle on over here. Yes, I think waddle on over here. Because uh, you know, come on, Penguin. He's also old. Terry's old. So Terry could say that, right? Come on, yeah. old guy. You're, they're both old. Uh, well, and, Terry's fat too. And Terry's fat too, so we could say that too. If, if you're fat, you're not. You can't fat shame somebody else. It's not fat shaming. I mean, he just got done this past week telling us like he'd like to die of his illness on air, and yeah. so I mean, he's kind of at a I don't care what I say point. I think. Oh, that's, yeah. I think we're definitely true on that one. So now we go to corn dogs. Andy Reid sitting down with Peter King, explaining the Kadarius Tony touchdown. That Eric Bieniemy is getting a lot of credit for. I'm gonna give you a name for it. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's called corn dog. So it's called what? Corn dog. It's not called corn dog. Oh yeah. Is it dog. called corn dog? There's nothing better than a good corn dog with some mustard and, and uh, ketchup. Oh. But he doesn't step into the huddle and say corn dog. Oh no, he says corn dog. He does. <laughs> <laughs> so that was one of the touchdowns scored. Corn dog was the name of the play, and I assume. That you are throwing the challenge flag, RJ Choppy, on ketchup. You cannot throw ketchup on a corn dog. Ketchup does not belong on a hot dog of any kind. You mix it up. Obviously. Mustard only. 
Mustard only. You go ketchup and mustard. Yeah, that's no. that's the answer. But wait, you're saying you put it on the corn dog? As opposed to? I like put it on the plate and dip. dip oh, that's fair. Whatever you want to do. Yeah, but, but ketchup and mustard together. It's good. Nice little tangy I like ketchup and mustard sauce. together with a hamburger. Yeah, with a hamburger, I like See, I don't really together. love ketchup on a burger. It's the only place it goes. Fries and burgers. Yeah, wasn't it uh wasn't it Dirty Harry who said ketchup does not go on a hot dog? I don't know. I never saw it, but it sounds great to me. Oh my gosh. Ketchup. How do I know all these older references than you old gentlemen here? Uh because we're not lame. Uh we were doing cool things. We we're hanging out with girls. Uh <laughs> ketchup, ketchup, ketchup on a hot dog, fine. You know, for me on a corn dog, it's just too much sweetness. Like that cornbread is already sweet, then the ketchup is already sweet. But there's a Andy Reid. Maybe he just proved that the Terry Bradshaw thing was fine, as he's naming plays corn dogs. Yeah. And Eric Bieniemy is getting a lot of love from Andy Reid uh, as we're trying to figure out where he's going. Isn't Eric Bieniemy now basically going to be out of contract yeah. and maybe gone? Uh huh. He's he's out of contract, and they're like, yeah, maybe he'll go. Who knows where he goes? I think there's there was a talk of like, uh, was it was it San Francisco that popped up? Arizona, San Francisco, uh, I think there was another one. But it's all in the discussion of him as a coordinator. It's it's so 50-50 with Eric Biennemi. 50% think that he is a victim uh, because of race. And the other 50% treat him like an Andy Reid charity case. Like Andy just lets you have the title and lets you be associated with designing or calling the plays. And Andy's like gone out of his way to make Eric Biennemi look really, really good. Uh, but it just feels like he's never going to be a head coach. That's not happening. I mean, it's it. Broadus had said that, and and Broadus has a lot of the gang connections. Of seven. He he has a lot of connections with it. Broadus had said that his sense of it was that Andy the last couple of years had wanted the enemy to get a job so he could keep Mike Kafka. That's who he wanted to keep, and that he was hoping somebody would hire Eric Bieniemy so that he could just elevate Kafka. All right, chop set up Chris Berman. Oh. I thought Chris Berman retired. Like well, this guy, he, he, may know. he, bark, 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 he bark. never goes away. It never goes away. He's not hosting their Super Bowl coverage. I don't even know what he's doing anymore. Like he's got like a a TV version the of a Swami. podcast. The Swami. He does the fastest two minutes in sports. Yeah. Is that about primetime a thing anymore? People love him though. Like the, the the coaches. Like Belichick stopped down his presser. Andy Reid and his wife are like giving him kisses there on stage. Man. The uh, the you're with me leather line apparently from the Super Bowl from from the from the hotel bar will live on in infamy. Berman's uh, a guy who like would scare me in person. Well, he's like six five. He's a giant. He's a giant, and he reeks of Marlboro Reds. He smokes. Oh God! You walk in on you walk into an elevator. <laughs> I was unfortunate enough to walk in an elevator with him. Really? And it it I I swear to God it was an ashtray. Ah, oh, reminds me of my childhood. He just feels like he could pop off and snap. Uh, yeah, you do a good impression of him. That's your best impression, I think. Well, it's just run out of breath and almost choke. Like, <laughs> he looks like the bus driver from, from Billy Madison. You stepped on my impression. Hype down over there, Peyton. Too late now. Damn, it's buddy. done. Time so, has passed. Anyway, Chris Berman <laughs> was doing the, uh, the, uh, the, 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 the highlight package uh, of the game that's after the game. With old Tom Jackson. So he is doing the highlight package, and Steve Young is in the background. You might be able to hear Steve Young go, huh? Uh, and that's that's kind of what happened when he, as the internet says, stepped in it. Also, of course, two African-American quarterbacks starting against each other in the Super Bowl for the first time. Fittingly, February 12th is Abe Lincoln's birthday. 
And this did not go over well with the American public. I could not figure out why. I had I, I could not figure out why it was it was it was uh, not going over well. But and it's, that's my own fault. It, but he evidently is now canceled and on his way to being canceled. Chris Berman. Chris Berman is. What's the, why make the what's the connection with the with the references though? We're I, just gonna name everything that happened on everything, everything on that Sunday. To, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I think from his point, he was like saying, "All right, two black quarterbacks." Uh, Abe Lincoln is like, you know, freed the slaves or whatever, and let's try to do a mm. comparison of the two, and that did not go over well. Take, no, take it from here, Bobby. But I, well, I mean, I'll just say this: like, is it is is it the best tie-in? No, like, not everything needs a tie-in like that. You don't have to like come yeah. up with some like, oh look, look, we can make this poetic. You don't have to do that. Is it the best? No, but also, yeah, everybody's far too sensitive in general. It was, it and was, it was unnecessary. It's unnecessary, why, why but, it's, but it's but it's nothing like, oh my gosh, get rid of Chris Berman. There are plenty of other great reasons to just have Chris, Chris Berman, Berman retire <laughs> than this. But uh, I mean, and that's no offense to Chris Berman. I'm just, it's your time's passed, bro. It's just been a while. And so, but I mean, I, I don't think I honestly think. Hey, two black quarterbacks and the guy who freed the slaves. I'm bringing this up. Is, like, do, we, do we even know it was him specifically? Was there some production who assistant cares? who said, he oh, said this it. is it? So, he said it. But what, who cares that he said it? What's the big deal? Well, did he, did just, he did, was it written down in a teleprompter and nobody caught it? Did he just say it off the cuff? You know, like, know. You know people I mean? obviously care. Well, I mean, like, I know, but people whine too. Yeah. I just don't, I think it was an unnecessary reference. I don't know. It's it was not, strange. It was it was out of nowhere. It's not cancelable, uh, but just weird. What is going on with Adrian Peterson and Damar Hamlin's jacket? Okay, this one so, I I'm trying to figure out as well. <laughs> uh, so Damar Hamlin was at the game uh, for real. All these conspiracy theorists. Yeah. Out there. Well, but did Huff. he have the P tattoo? Did he have the P tattoo up here on his neck? If he didn't, it's not him. What's the P tattoo? I don't know. There's some conspiracy out there about like they haven't, they don't have the tattoos right, and he has fresh ink on him now because they're trying to catch his tattoos up with the body double. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, Demar was. They weren't sick. talking about this at your Super Bowl party, Chop. Right. No, we, we, we were not <laughs> talking about this at the Super Bowl party. Um, God, I hate people. So Demar was at the game with Roger Goodell and Donna Kelsey. Well, apparently is like the first mother of football now. Man. Um, what a rise. So, and, you know, before a kickoff, the first responders who saved his life were honored. And there he is. He's sitting there in the stands. He is wearing a jacket that is called Travis Jesus. Okay. Uh, it's a Takashi Murakami jacket. Takashi 6'9"? Not Takashi 6'9". It has cost $3,150. It's got the crew crucifix on it, and Adrian Peterson said, you should be thanking God, son. This is blasphemy. We all for, uh, fall short, but come on, man. I find this disrespectful, grateful God did. Um, so he went public with this. So the jacket has got, I didn't see the back of this jacket. All I saw was the front, and I was like, wait a second. How is he getting anything out of, j- this, this looks like SpongeBob with some weird markings on it. Is that it? Is that like it's disrespectful to like alter the image is that is that where oh, we're going I, with this? I, yeah, and then then you get to the back of the jacket, and the back of the jacket has got that same image on the cross, mm. and it's like, oh, okay. So Adrian Peterson is 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 none too happy. Uh, Fred Taylor, remember him? Um, yeah, he plays quarterback for the Eagles. Okay, <laughs> uh, he he came back and clapped back at Adrian Peterson, said, "This is not for the public." 
if you want to go, you know, teach the young man his ways, yeah. do it in private. Nothing like getting life advice from Adrian Peterson. Our well, very own. Hey, I'll just say on the Fred Taylor topic, like, I mean, I, I don't think it should be anything where it's like, well, you have to, you have to privately sit. No, I mean, if it was like worn in public and for everybody to see, like, I mean, anybody can comment on anything publicly. Fred's coming at it from like that mentor standpoint. Yeah. I guess, I guess the question is, is it just disrespectful to someone like Adrian Peterson, who obviously is very religious to alter this image? I, I, I can see that. I can, I, I can, I can get that. Sure. I can see how Adrian would take it like that. Um, like you turn Jesus into a SpongeBob character. Like, some people may take offense. Some might. Uh, some might. I mean, but yeah. you know, it's it, it's Demar's jacket. Like if he doesn't, if Demar wants to wear it, you know, let him wear it. Right. Like I like I would not wear it. I wouldn't want like oh, somebody that I like like my kids. I wouldn't want them wearing it. But like if somebody else is wearing it, it's like okay. Like I wouldn't. I I find that personally in poor taste. But it's, it's whatever your thing is. Do you take your kids to church? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really. Every 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 Sunday. Uh, not lately because I was working Saturday like overnights. But now and I'm you? off of that. What's your approach with church and your kids? If you don't mind me asking, I don't mind you asking. Um, I don't really take them. Really, we don't really take them, or just don't. Is Jana? No. Uh, although although I do believe she's married now. I think her new husband's like pretty religious. I think they're starting to go a little bit. Okay. Um, but my kids have no idea. We. we <laughs> My, my oldest one plays on a, on a on a baseball team, and most of the parents on there are extremely religious. And they were talking about Noah's Ark one day, and Luca looks at this is like a, this is like six months ago, and he looks at me and he goes, "What's that?" Mm. And I I just put my head down and walked away. I was like, "Dang it!" Who did you yeah. want to take the Mavs' final shot? Headlines and another concert ticket giveaway next on the fan. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.